Today is Friday, March 3rd, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Deloon. Did you know that ibuprofen was designed by and for men in the 1950s and that women were excluded from clinical trials until 1993? It is outrageous that there hasn't been more innovation when it comes to managing the pain of menstrual cycles. But Deloon is changing that with dietitian formulated solutions that relieve symptoms while actually supporting cycle health. Since late last month, which ended only three days ago, Republican lawmakers in at least five states have introduced legislation that would limit or completely restrict gender-affirming care for adults. Up until now, most anti-trans legislation focused on limiting health care for minors, but now states are finding new ways to restrict adult access to care. In Oklahoma, State House Republicans approved a bill earlier this week that would prohibit any facility that receives public funding from offering gender-affirming care for minors or adults. And another bill makes it a felony for a doctor to provide transition-related hormone treatments or surgeries to patients under age 26. Legislation that's currently up in Tennessee would restrict the state's Medicaid program from working with health insurance companies, which cover gender-affirming care. Also yesterday, Tennessee officially became the first state to restrict drag shows after passing legislation that will go into effect on July 1st. The bill prohibits what they call adult cabaret performances from occurring on public property. And they define that as a performance that features topless dancers, go-go dancers, exotic dancers, strippers, male or female impersonators who provide entertainment that appeals to a prurient interest or similar entertainers. I think the real question here is what kind of drag brunches these legislators have been attending, because this was not how they went on any bachelorette parties I've attended. I'd be most curious to get that answer from Tennessee Governor Bill Lee, who signed the bill shortly after a picture emerged from his own high school yearbook, where he's wearing a skirt, pearls, and a woman's wig above the caption, Hard Luck Woman. When asked about the photo, Governor Lee responded, what a ridiculous, ridiculous question that is. Conflating something like that to sexualize entertainment in front of children, which is a very serious subject. So basically, he's the guy who gets caught cheating and can only muster a, wait, what? What? I don't know what you're talking about. While we're on that hate train, more reporting has emerged from the front lines of Ron DeSantis' war on Disney. As part of the legislation that took away Disney's self-governance over its theme park district in Florida, he got to reappoint the district's board of governors. And he has already stacked that board with cronies, including president of the Federalist Society's Orlando chapter, the head of the Christian ministry, The Gathering USA, and other proponents of his education policies. While the board is technically supposed to handle infrastructure and maintenance, DeSantis has reportedly boasted that it could use its leverage to force Disney to stop trying to inject woke ideology on children. He continued, quote, When you lose your way, you've got to have people that are going to tell you the truth, so we hope they can get back on. But I think all of these board members very much would like to see the type of entertainment that all families can appreciate, end quote. So let's see if Disney cowers to Ronald, or if they have the balls to give their next cartoon villain an uncanny similarity to DeSantis. High-pitched voice, high-heeled shoes, and all. Attorneys for the Justice Department's Civil Division said yesterday in a court filing that Donald Trump can be sued by Capitol Police officers over the January 6th insurrection, and that he does not have absolute immunity from civil suits brought against him. 
The brief does not state whether Trump is actually liable for the insurrection, but merely that he does not have standing to avoid being sued. And it urges lower courts that are hearing these cases to reject Trump's immunity claim and proceed with the lawsuits. So far, two Capitol officers and 11 members of Congress are attempting to hold Trump accountable through these legal proceedings. Hopefully, unlike every other legal proceeding attending to hold Trump accountable, this DVD will come with some alternate endings. According to new reporting, Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel was among one of the state government officials who was threatened by a Michigan resident who said he would kill all the Jewish members of the state government. The threats were made on Twitter by an individual who was in possession of three handguns, including one that he stole from his girlfriend, and ammunition. He also already had a protection order against him and had previously been arrested by state police. Catch him on Tinder. Speaking of the Jewish community, our final stories for this week involves someone who was decidedly never a part of it, George Santos. The House Ethics Committee released a statement yesterday that its members voted unanimously to establish an investigative subcommittee to look into George Santos. Some of the issues they intend to examine is whether he engaged in campaign finance violations, violated conflict of interest laws, and or engaged in sexual misconduct towards an individual seeking employment in his congressional office. Meanwhile, you may remember the questions around who Santos named as his treasurer on his campaign filings. A little over a week ago, Santos changed his filings to state that his new treasurer was a man named Andrew Olson. But after looking closer, election officials in New York say that no one with that name is registered as treasurer of any political committee in the state. And the chair of the Republican Party in Santos's district pulled an I don't know her. The address listed for Olson is also conveniently that of an apartment building that's been associated with Santos himself and his sister Tiffany. Just write in George Glass next time and save everyone the trouble, won't you? Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Deloon. Deloon creates effective drug-free supplements for period cramps, PMS, and optimal cycle health. So you can get the relief you need naturally and start feeling like your best self. I've been taking Deloon for the past two months and I've already noticed that my cramps were much less severe this last cycle and I didn't have to rely on my usual combination of over-the-counter painkillers and a heating pad. And of course, we have an offer for you. Get 23% off your first order of full cycle hormonal support by Deloon at cyclehealth.com announcements. If Deloon isn't the right match for you, your money back is guaranteed. That's cyclehealth.com announcements. And we have one more exciting announcement for today. We are making this week's Extra Extra subscription episode available for free. We are taking down the paywall on this one so you can hear all about the history of Fox News from Clinton's impeachment to January 6th. And if you like it, please leave me a review, tell a friend, and of course, subscribe. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.